Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. Hi, this is Jim. And this is Max. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers Podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. Welcome into At The Podium, episode four, because it's week four that we're talking about, and that's how this works. I am your host, Michael Kist. Follow me on Twitter at Michael Kist NFL. that's K-I-S-T. And of course, all of this is powered by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. Look, I know you might not want an explanation right now, but we still need to hear what happened from the horse's mouth. So with that in mind, I've put together three press conferences regarding the week four loss to the Tennessee Titans. One with Doug Peterson after the game, another with Peterson from Monday, and then Carson Wentz came through on Monday for his presser. Later today, here on Bleeding Green Nation Podcast, we'll have defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz and offensive coordinator Mike Rowe, which should be fascinating and informative as always. Before we get to that, I'll ask you again, gentle listener, let your voice be heard. Go to iTunes, leave five stars, leave a funny review, or just say your following directions. It doesn't matter. To help us get more exposure and in front of more Eagles fans, we need your help. And iTunes' weird algorithm is a great way to get that help. Thank you again for your support. Let's get to these press conferences already. First up, Doug Peterson from after the game, then Doug from Monday, and then Carson Wentz from Monday. Let's go. First of all, you have to, as I said in that locker room, you have to hate this feeling more than you enjoy winning. And uh, um, it comes out of each guy, starting with myself. And, and I look at myself in the mirror and make sure that I'm doing everything I can to uh, prepare this football team for each weekend. And effort, obviously, is, is always there. Um, and we have, to, we have to look at the film, quite honestly, and, and, and it's all fixable. The, things, the, things that were, the mistakes we're making are, are all fixable. Um, whether it's uh, you know a coverage element being out of position or you know just uh, you know a holding when we're on the perimeter offensively we can't do you know it's just things that we can correct in practice during the week and and that's that's what we have to do. Credit to uh, Mario and the Tennessee offense, obviously. Y'all have a two-score lead and you know this road stuff with defense. I mean, talk about talk about. It. Still exactly. Um, we, it's something. It's an area that, that we, we've got. I've got to look at it this week, and and uh, you know, because the way our schedule is set up, we're home away, home away. So we, you know, we're we're going to be on the road just as much as we are, you know, playing at home. So um, it's something that uh, you know we understand. I think where we are as a football team, and and uh, you know, nobody's going to feel sorry for us. You know, with the injuries, or you know, there's no excuses. So. We don't feel sorry for ourselves. We just got to continue to work and, and, and keep getting better. 
Doug, the last play of the first half, uh, you ran a running play with, uh, I think it was like 11 seconds left on the clock from the 10-yard line. What was the thought process there? Get the first down, burn the timeout, and then have maybe eight seconds to start taking shots to the end zone. Doug, you, you preach to your guys, you know, about the penalties and something that you address with them. How frustrating is it the way you guys have started? It's, it seems like it's in every game. and really feels like you're beating yourselves in those situations. Yeah, I mean, the penalties are, are, are racking up, and and can't can't happen we've got to we've got to eliminate those and and um you know it's just it's something we do look at you know i look at it here in the next couple of days and and uh before we get ready for the next opponent and and try to put a finger on it and, and just keep keep coaching the guys that's all we can do you just keep coaching them out of it seems like Carson's is facing more pressure this year than he has in the past particularly with the blitz why is that we'll give them credit I mean, that's it's a pretty good front. We knew that going in. You know, it's a good defense. Um, so I give them a lot of credit. Uh, number one, number two. Uh, again, we'll look at the film. We'll make we'll make our corrections. Just a couple guys got edged a couple times. Uh, you know, we got to make sure that uh, our backs and you know, there's there's cohesiveness with that. All that protection. It's not just one guy or two guys. You know, it could be could be the offensive line, could be the quarterback, could be the coverage. And so we just have to address it and. Uh, um, you know, we pride ourselves in picking up the pressure, picking up the blitz, and uh, we'll, we'll get back to that. Hey, Kyle, what was the issue on the fourth and long? Uh, we just, it's a situation, uh, again, where we were just a little out of position. Um, and, again, credit them. It was a great play. Obviously, fourth and 15. You know, um, it's a fixable situation, obviously, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll get it corrected. With all the moving parts of the defensive backfield the last couple of weeks and change this week, uh, is it to expect a little bit that there's going to have to be a growing together process for that? I think. I mean, a little bit. Yeah. There's going to be. There's going to be. Um, you know, some communication issues that we got to we got to address. There's going to be you know moving parts, moving guys around. Um, you know, it's very similar to, to offensively with uh, you know the amount of injuries you know with the running backs and, and receiver group. There's moving people around and moving parts and. And again, it's it's something that um, you know we'll, we'll continue to address, continue to work. We don't make excuses for it. Next man up plays, and uh, we we coach him up and get him ready. Getting Alshon back, helping that for, for the offense. Yeah, he was uh, he was uh, exciting to watch him play today. Uh, he was aggressive. He attacked the football. Kind of a spark for the offense. It was great to see him back and and uh, keep him coming. Was he on the snap count, or just sort of just see how the game goes? I just wanted to see how the game unfolded with him, how his, how he was with his, you know, because he, he missed a couple of days there. I just wanted to make sure that he was 100%, you know, strong, you know, as the game went. He, he, he felt really good as it went. As it went. You talked often about not setting for field goals when you score, like touching on the interbreakation and the overtime, and the other drives, you know, they, they stopped in the red zone there. What was the issue in those two situations? Well, a couple times, uh, you know, again, we, we stopped ourselves, whether it was just execution um, maybe a penalty back to sub just a touch, uh, a sack, something something negative happened, um, and and it just it just got us out of our rhythm. We, it seems like we got down there fine, um, and, and and they you know Tennessee bowed their neck and, and and kept us to three, much like our defense has done you know for the first month of the season you know, um, and and again it's uh, you know we pride ourselves in in the red zone. Obviously we've been we've been pretty good there. Um, and, and we just got to continue to work. Do you feel like a loss like this is less likely to snowball because of what you guys went through last season? Did it have any bearing at all? 
has no bearing. Has no bearing. Those guys in there are sick to their stomachs right now, and uh, um, they 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 take it. They take this. This this hurts. This stings. The losses like this sting, and and uh, um, it's something that we use as fuel for you know our emotion and moving forward. So, uh, you know, we try to go one and zero every week. That's our that's our main objective, and. Uh, it starts in practice when we come back together on Tuesday. But, but I guess what I'm asking is, do you think that your experience last season makes it less likely that this loss will turn into something bad next week or the week after that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not going to snowball that way. Yeah. Is something more at a time like this? But seems wavering a little bit. Do you put more responsibility here on your shoulders? Hey, I got to get us back in the middle of the highway. I mean, yeah, a lot of it falls on my shoulders, you know, preparing this football team during the week, mentally, physically, how we practice, all of that. Um, but the one thing that, that this team is, has learned through resiliency and, and, and is just the ownership of just of doing their jobs, keep do simple better, you know, and, and uh, just focus on their task and their job. And, and that's coaches and players. And, uh, you know, um, I, I tell them all the time, it's a, you know, it's a, it can be a simple game if, if you keep it simple. You eliminate turnovers, you eliminate penalties, and just go execute. Um, you know, um, and that's where we're at. The shots seems to be a huge problem, and then they weren't so much last year. They're kind of back now. Who? What? Drops. Drop passes. You know? Is there anything you can attribute that to, or maybe the unsettled nature of the position at the moment? Just, um, you know, maybe just lack of focus at the time. You could count it to a lot of things, but. Um, Number one thing is we got to make sure we do catch the football and, and uh, we just continue to work. Okay. Thanks. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Doug. All right. You had a lot of red zone snaps. Uh, you've been able to watch the film now. What was our common denominator there and not being able to do anything with them? Um, yeah, actually, quite honestly, uh, we had some negative run plays. Um, had some opportunities to uh, you know shoot the ball down the field. We just we just missed on that, and uh, you know I think penalties. Bottom line, you know, you can't make mistakes when you get into the red zone. It's not the fact that I mean we're giving ourselves opportunities. We're getting down there. Uh, now our sense of urgency offensively has to uh, increase, and and we got to be able to make those plays. The one down the field you mentioned is that uh, failures in protection. Wentz Carson not. Seeing it, or what are you kind of referring to there? Um, you know what? Yeah, it's a little everything, quite honestly. It's uh, it could be you know the, the five men up front, you know, a breakdown there. It could be the back involved with that. Uh, it could be the quarterback, you know. And it could be the receiver. It could be the defense just just wired, you know, the the um, their coverage on our receiver. So, you know, sacks are all part of that process. And and uh, um, looking at the film today, um, it's a little bit all three. What stood out about the three fourth downs and the fourth and fifteen in particular? Well, we know that that can't happen. You can't, you know, you can't give up three fourth downs and uh, the fourth and fifteen. If we make that play uh, in that situation, the game's over, and and we're sitting here three and one. So, um, listen, it's all, it's all fixable. It's all coachable. It's not scheme. It's not anything other than than we just teach it better offensively, defensively, and and uh, and learn from it. So last season after. Um Two games, you, you you replaced Isaac Samalo at guard. Um, obviously, only four games in this, but how do you balance making personnel changes, um, you know, versus you know, not making them? Right. No, I, I get the question. I mean, it's that includes Jim as well. Yeah. No. I, I I can I can obviously speak for everybody, but 
Um, all three phases, you know, this is a team sport, team effort, and uh, we have to be more efficient uh, in all three areas, um, obviously offense and defense. But um, our efficiency, as we look at as a staff and as coaches, we got to be careful that we're not just, you know, on a whim swapping people out. And, and because if you start doing that, you know, it starts moving other people around as well. So we're going to take these next couple of days and, and really evaluate everybody evaluate us as coaches too and 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 see if, if there's a change to be made we'll make it if not then then we leave it alone but at the same time you know we can also coach a little bit better and uh and get our guys prepared in a situation to uh to play do conversations like that come up all the time I'm, or is that something that happens when you're thinking about a personnel switch or are those internal conversations happening weekly well, they're, they're, they're happening weekly, quite honestly, because we evaluate our players uh, based on how they play. And, um, and so there's, there's always these conversations each week, you know, on Mondays and Tuesdays and, and uh, you know, making, making decisions that way. But again, you know, uh, we as a team, offense, defense, special teams, need to be more efficient. Um, and, and so, again, it's just not a knee-jerk reaction, but these conversations do go on. The other three games this season, the self-inflicted mistakes, and you're mentioning it again now. What is the message to the team to try to clean those up? I mean, it, it's exactly that. It's it's just our understanding that for us to play like champions, um, first of all, we have to understand that that we are champions, and and you have to play. You're you're expected to play a certain way, um, coaches and players here in, in Philadelphia with the Eagles, and it's my expectation and. Um, when you don't live up to that expectation, we, we need to, we need to just zero down on it and, 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 and figure out why. And, uh, um, the, the sense of urgency from players and coaches, uh, needs to, needs to, to sort of heighten just a little bit. It's not a panic mode, but it's a, it's a heightened awareness of, of who we are as a football team, where we want to get to, and, and we have to eliminate these penalties and and because they're coming at the wrong time and turnovers are coming at the wrong time and really there's no good time for any of them but but uh, that's just what's happening we just have to keep keep coaching them you you touched on this last night but um, since the start of last year you guys are averaging almost twice as many points allowed on the road than at home it's like 24.1 and 12.4 I mean I know every defense is better at home but that's a huge disparity any any thoughts on why that is? Do you think their their preparation is different? Their intensity is different? I don't think so. Um, you know, obviously we played home. We're we're in front of our crowd. You know, it's it's uh, it's loud. I mean, our defense feeds off of that. You go on the road. You're playing against you know in their home stadium. It's loud. Um, you know, it, it it's a it's a it's a strange it's a strange dynamic. I mean, it's it's hard to really put a finger on it. Quite honestly. Um, because it's the same players, it's the same scheme, same team. And, uh, you know, we should end up almost feeding off the, the environment, you know, and, and, and all of that. But um, something that we can, you know, can learn from, we will learn from, and, and we got to fix it quick. Doug, do you anticipate there being any moves at safety? You only have three right now. Yeah, no, I mean, not at this time. We're going we're gonna to keep visiting this afternoon and tomorrow and, and, uh, and, and, and see, what's, see what's best for the team. Third down you had at the end of regulation uh, at the 12 yard line, I think. Uh, what happened? Was there a, a mix up with the route, or what did you see on film on that play? Carson had to throw in some. Yeah, it was. It was. You know, obviously he threw it away to Jordan, I believe. 
yeah. Um, there was, I don't know if, if, if whether Jordan got the signal or not, or, you know, Carson communicating the signal. It's, it's, it's a lot of nonverbal communication with the crowd noise and all that. It could have just been easily missed, and uh, um, it's unfortunate. You know, something we got to get get better at. Was there a point in coverage on the touchdown pass in overtime? It looked like Jalen Mills and Malcolm both sort of froze at the line. I don't know if they were both responsible for a running back or a tight end, but it looked like Maddox had no help in the back right corner. Yeah, we were in zero coverage. We were in zero blitz. They were coming in, and, and rightfully so. We come after the quarterback there and hit him, knock him down, whatever, balls out, game over. So. Um, it's it's a situation where everybody's one on one, and it's just just you know making a play. Follow that with the blitz. They, they were successful. They didn't sack your quarterback, but they disrupted a play. Got it like a negative play on about half of their blitzes. You were about twenty five percent, if I was if I'm correct on that. Where do you go with that? I mean, are you capable of picking up blitzes? Is it a three four alignment? It looks like the personnel that made this was so successful. No, you know, we were one of the top blitz pickup teams last year. Carson was very good against the blitz. And that's something that Carson's only been in two games. You know, um, we continue to work it every single week. Um, we pride ourselves on picking up protection. It's it's backs, it's line, it's the quarterback. Invo everybody's involved. It can be um, as sometimes even even the route, knowing where your you know, your quick throws are as a quarterback. So, you know, um, we, we obviously – would like teams to blitz because we feel like we're, we're pretty good at it. We're, we're not there yet, but but we continue to work at it and, and get better. Is Jason Kelsey dealing with a knee issue? No. No. He's been wearing a knee brace the last three, three Yeah, weeks. that came out from, what, first game of the year, second game of the year? It was after the, was after the first game. Yeah, first game, but uh, the knee's not, no, no issue. So what are you seeing from Jalen? You know, obviously to the untrained eye, we don't know the assignments every, every play. You know, it looks like he's having a tough time. What do you see from him? Well, it's tough. I mean, these corners are on islands a lot. And, uh, you know, I, I think, too, um, you know, I, I look at it from an offensive perspective that, that when you when you um, see a guy that the, you maybe you can attack, you try to attack. And I think that's what offenses are doing right now. And, and he's a good player. Uh, we have a lot of confidence in him. He has a lot of confidence in himself. And, and uh, a lot of it just comes down to, you know, just, just detail the work and, and, and understand the situation, what teams are going to try to do against you, um, understanding that and try to use that as a strength. And, and you know, um, he's going to he's, he's working through it. He'll get better and and uh, we'll get better as a team. As a when, you, when you look at the uh, safety position, um, you, you had Avante Maddox, you know, in a lot of the dime packages and everything. Like, is that kind of like a tough situation for him to be in like his first, you know, career defensive snaps and everything like that? And how do you think he did overall? Yeah, I mean, I think I think anytime you know, you you He'd been playing, uh, you know, you know, he's moved to safety as a, as a first year player, rookie player. I mean, you put a little bit on his plate, but but that's what you know these guys are asked to do. They're asked to, to play some some multiple spots, especially in the back end. And uh, I thought overall he he did some he did some nice things back there. And you know, it's uh, I, I go back to you know think about Big V when he made his first start a couple years ago. You know, it's there's it was unshaky and it was shaky, and then the next week it got better and it just got better as the the weeks went on, so that's kind of where Avante's gonna gonna get to. You know, uh, he'll be better uh, this week. He'll be better the next week. The more reps he gets, better opportunities for him. Hey, follow up the Roots question. question. It seems teams are not afraid to challenge you deep, and in particular, Jalen. Is this scheme related? Is it personnel related? Why do you think it is? It's not scheme related, and until we stop it, teams are gonna continue to do it. You saw Tampa Bay do it. Now you saw Tennessee do it. So. 
Um, so is, is personnel the issue there? I think it's I think it's it's not personnel. I think it's just each man just understanding his job and doing his job that much better. We talk about getting a one percent increase every day, one percent better every day, and and everybody has to take a look at themselves in the mirror and see and ask themselves, are they doing that? And and until we can fix it and stop it, I think it's going to continue to happen. How do you stop the short passing game? Is that that's is that hard. Enough? That's hard. Okay. The short passing game, ball's out. I mean, ball's out fast before a guy takes two or three steps. So it's that's a and we did that some in the second half. We we were able to get the ball out on the perimeter. We hit you know hit Dallas, hit Nelson. You know, also part of your RPO game. Ball's out fast, so uh, it's a tough thing to defend. So you mentioned on the radio this morning how looking back, you would have liked to run the ball a little bit more, but it's difficult to recognize that during a live game. What can be done during the game to maybe have that be point out on the, the sideline? Oh, I don't know. Um, you know, a lot of times it's just for me, it's it's about how the defense is reacting to certain things, um, you know, uh, and and, you know, I look at the overtime period. I think I had five runs and three passes in overtime. We go down and kick a field goal. So, you know, there's there's opportunity to be made and to be had. Um, you know, the other thing, too, is if you're on first and 10 and run it and you're second and 12 or 13, it makes, it makes a little bit of difference on, on second down. Now you're trying to get, you know, 12 or 13 yards or at least half of it back, you know, on second down. So um, I try to keep a um, – a pretty good blend and a mix of you know runs by formation um you know so that matches up with the passing game and just just continue to, to work throughout the game yeah that was uh you know an area that that we need to get better at obviously uh, our open field tackles um something we'll have to address this week you know with the defense but uh you know it's it's something where we got to maintain you got to get in good good position head up eyes up you gotta you gotta wrap up be strong you know keep keep moving your feet all those things that we can coach and teach are fixable things and that's that's one of them what Jalen mentioned that teams are attacking him a little bit now and you look at it from an offensive perspective um so why why do you think that is why are teams attacking him right now? I, I don't necessarily think they're attacking him as much as they may be attacking the defense the fact that we have given up a few big plays, you know, um, I think four yesterday again, you know, and, and it's something, again, I, I address each week is we got to eliminate the penalties, the turnovers, and obviously the big plays. And it's, it, it, listen, it, it's the same way um, if our offense, if we're studying tape and we notice that a defense is, is sub to, you know, suspect to the, to the deep pass or a, a play action pass or something, then we're going to try to do it. We, we did it on the first play of the game. And it was something that that we had seen, and we just missed by about six inches on the on the play. So, um, you know, until we can address it and fix it and and get better at it in practice, uh, as you guys know, teams will continue continue to do it. It's like, you know, if a team can't stop the run, keep running. You know, and 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 uh, that's that's just where we are right now. Does the same, same philosophy apply to them blitzing? You think you guys are just going to constantly see the blitzes over the next? Well, season? yeah. If we don't pick them up, we're going to see them. Quite honestly, I mean that's just the way this league goes. If if uh, if we struggle in protection, then, or if there's a you know say say they target an offensive lineman or something, I mean they'll they'll try to attack that spot. I mean that's just that's the way this game is, you know. And and it's a it's a battle of matchups. And and uh, 
Um, we've got to get better in a lot, a lot of areas right now. You've had weeks where you've pushed the guys. You've had weeks where you've tried to build them up. What's the approach you're going to take this week? I think it's a little both. I, I think you have to be, you know, you have to be tough on them. You got to show them what's going on and 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 why we're making these mistakes. And then at the same time, you got to encourage them because there's still a lot of positive out there. You know, there's still a lot of a lot of players are busting their tail. You know, and and, and they're they're working hard and they're sacrificing their bodies for, for the, for the cause, you know, and, and to help us try to win a game. So, um, we got to be hard on them, but at the same time, we got to make sure that they stay positive and, uh, we stay aggressive. I'm going to maintain the aggressiveness as a play caller and, uh, we're going to, we're going to continue to get better. Right, thank you, okay. Thanks guys. Thanks, Coach. Did you see the third and three play there in overtime before the field goal? Uh, I guess you kind of ended up throwing it away. Yeah. Um, they covered us. They had us covered, and a um, little miscommunication there as well. And I just try to try to throw it away and keep our field goal position and take the field goal. Carson, you, you guys, a lot of you guys talked about even having Elshon Jeffrey back. It's a spark, but things are going to take time to develop. Looked like in the second half you were kind of getting going, but to not be able to finish and pull it out, I'm frustrated with that yeah, I mean, it's frustrating to obviously come up short, especially as an offense when we had chances. You know, we had chances to, to finish in the end zone, you know, at the end of the game, finish in the end zone in overtime. Um, we just didn't execute in the red zone the way we wanted to. And, um, you know, you could look at all sorts of plays from the game, and at the end of the day, we just didn't finish as an offense and as a team either. Um, you know, we'll have to watch the tape, especially this week, but um, I think overall, I think we're hurting ourselves too much. Um, you know, I think it's something little here, 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 or there, and um, those little things kind of add up, you know, whether that's a penalty, whether that's uh, miscommunication, misassignments, you know, if obviously we're making physical mistakes too out there. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, I'm not, I'm not too worried. Um, it's a frustrating one, but it's one we can learn from and uh, bounce back from. You feel like you're it's part of the game. It's part of the game. I'll watch the film and see, you know, obviously there's times that I hold on to the ball too long. There's miscommunications and protections that we can get called right. And at the end of the day, we got to watch the film and uh, regroup on that. Well, they they blitz more than you expected? Uh, I wouldn't say more than that, more than we expected. You know, it seems like uh, we get blitzed quite a bit uh, as an offense, and that's kind of in their DNA. They like to mix it up quite a bit, and I uh, thought that's what they did tonight. The third down play at the end of the first half, but was that something that was kind of into it when you ran instead of throwing it there? No, that was a play call. Carson, what do you say to Nelson? Obviously, he had a tough, tough game. Uh, yeah. What do you say to him to kind of get him through the yeah, I mean, I'm not too worried about him. You know, he's a guy that, that we rely on, that we trust, that I trust. You know, I don't lose confidence. Um, guys make mistakes. You know, I miss throws. Uh, guys drop balls, O-line, miss blocks. You know, it's, it's part of the game. And um, obviously, it's something that we got to clean up for all of us, but um, I'm not worried about it. What was Doug's message when he addressed you guys after the game? Yeah, we just got to regroup. We got to regroup. Obviously, we're uh, a quarter of the way through, sitting at two and two. Uh, not quite where we want to be, but you know we got a long way to go yet. So uh, we just got to keep keep staying together. And, and there's a lot of things we got to clean up. You know, I think we're right there. We just got to um, clean up some things and, and finish finish up some drives as an offense, especially. Well, some, some of the plays that Alshon made, um, you know, the shoulder catch, a touchdown. Game, you know, I mean, it's great. I mean, it's great to have Alshon back out there. You know, a guy that can make contested catches, can make plays for you, give give the offense a spark. Uh, you saw that out there today. We, we still just came up short, though. What was the uh, chess match like, kind of identifying the right protection for like, their center? Right? Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, they do a good job. You know, hats off to them. You know, we study all week, try and watch the film, and then um, – 
come in here and they, they mix it up a little bit more, do something new. Um, that's kind of how it goes every week. So, you know, hats off to them on doing some things really well, um, and we got to be better. Are there things that you can do to, to kind of, uh, you know, show up on that as far as when you do see things that you're not expecting to change up your schemes? Yeah, I mean, we got to watch the tape. Honestly, I'm not 100% sure uh, where some of the breakdowns were or what all happened, so we got to watch the tape. On the third down play, you see pretty peeved there. The, yeah, the pass to the corner to Georgia. What was going through your mind after that? Yeah, yeah I was just frustrated. You know, I wanted to win the game. You know, I, wanted, I didn't want to settle for a field goal. I didn't want to settle for overtime. Uh, I was just frustrated that we, that we came up short. A lot of the third, third downs were long, Carson. Uh, I mean, how big a problem was that? Yeah, I mean, that's tough. You know, that's, I mean, shoot, that, those are things that kind of add up, whether it's penalties, whether it's the negative plays. Um, you know, they did some good things um, to, to kind of, you know, on some of the nakeds and stuff, they blitzed right into it, kind of um, set some good play calls on, and uh, we just got to stay ahead of the chains. We can't keep putting ourselves in those situations. It's hard to hard to convert in those downs. Okay, thank you, guys. Well, we talked a lot during the offseason about just saying, guys, are going to have a bullseye back last year and uh, get everybody's best. You kind of seen that. I mean, nothing's come easy yet. And yeah. Is that the way this year? I mean, yeah, we fully expect that, you know, and at the same time, uh, this is NFL. Anyone can beat anyone uh, any week, and uh, we got to bring it every week, and we can't just keep having these simple mistakes that we can, sometimes, you know, you just want to sweep under the rug, but um, those little things can kind of creep up and bite you, and, and I think that's what happened today. Thanks, guys. Hey, everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. My name is Bill Matz. I am the director of Fun and Games for Broad Street Hockey Radio Podcasts. And I am Kelly, the deputy managing editor of BroadStreetHockey.com. I'm Steph Driver, the NHL editorial manager for SB Nation. And I am Charlie O'Connor, lead Flyers writer for TheAthletic.com. And together we make up BSH Radio, one of the shows that you get at the SB Nation podcast family. We have a lot coming to you this year, and we want you to listen to our show. It is just an all-flyers, all-the-time show, so much content. I really hope you listen to it. It is a great piece of the SB Nation podcast family, along with all your other favorite sports. We all love hockey, specifically the Flyers. Let's go the Flyers. The hockey team, the Flyers. <laughs>